What's going on, everybody? Friends, family, enemies, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Living with Will. This is an outrageously good episode. We have an unbelievable name in the NFT community coming here. NFT Poppy is nothing short of a guide into the space that is NFTs. If you like art, if you like comedy, if you like fun, if you like cool people and cool conversations, this is the episode for you. As always, please like, comment, and subscribe. It helps me get this out to people. It helps me continue this podcast journey with you, the listener, the audience. NFT Poppy. It doesn't get much better than that. So we're going to get right into it. I'm so grateful to everybody that's here. And as always, welcome back. Success and blessings. And stay tuned for more Living with Will. What is up? What's going on, man? <laughs> Dude, you, got a, you got a hell of a background. I'm into it. I figured it was fitting. I mean, you know, it's something that's new to the podcast. I've kind of been switching the backgrounds that I do for different people. And I was wearing a jacket. So I was like, I'm about to give him beach, <laughs> beach vibes in a jacket. <laughs> I'm into it. So is this a video podcast you're doing? Well, so basically, oh, you, you know, just the audio. yeah, I ripped the audio and then, um, I just decided to start doing videos too. I felt like, first of all, I do the videos so that we can see each other because I feel like it helps with like the vibe, you know? Like yeah. if I get to see you, we're like laughing and shit. Because before, like I had it on a phone and I would just like hold my phone to a task cam recorder like that and just do the interviews that way. But I, I sometimes don't make sound when I laugh. I'm just kind of like keeling over <laughs> or I'm muted. And so people couldn't see that I was fucking with them. And the interviews were like, so what's your favorite color? And that type of shit. So this, the video is mostly for that. <laughs> I'm so into it. And I wish I was at this beach that you're at right now in your jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great one. But um, listen, man, uh, let's get into it. I'll just quickly, before we get into like the actual interview, I'll just tell you what I tell everybody. Can I ask you a bunch of questions? um if you ever don't want to answer one or can't answer just be like well no we can not nah, like can't. just plead the fifth yeah just, and then okay. i'll just edit it out <laughs> perfect i'll just know that i'm like oh wait you didn't want to talk about that and then they'll never know what happened it would just be <laughs> perfect uh but other than that dude super yeah let's fun. jump into it i'm excited man i, I really okay. appreciate you having me on today dude i'm just grateful that you're here man i'm the one who's supposed to say thank you so i like to start the interviews uh all on the same footing we all started as children, so I like to start there. How did you go from the child NFT poppy to where you are now? How did that happen? <laughs> oh, my God. How much time and how many tissues do you have? Uh, no, it was, you know what? I, I guess a story that I, I've been wanting to tell, and I guess I really haven't gotten out there while we're in Clubhouse or whatever else it is, is just like uh, this whole NFT thing for me feels just like a second awakening of what I already was uh, in my like early teens, right? So I was obsessed with technology. My dad sold microchips out of a garage when he was 16, when Silicon Valley was starting. So he was selling to guys like Bill Gates and like selling to people who were making their own calculators out of fucking microchips and their own computers like before it was like the deal. So I was really lucky to have a dad who was into technology so when I was like 12, I was building my own computers, customizing, playing video games, making websites, you know, on AOL to like two in the morning, trading shady pictures back and forth with guys I never met. <laughs> yep. The whole deal, you know? And, um, and so 
and I was, I was super into photography and I was making, you know, like stop animation movies with Legos and like feeding the music into a VHS player from like a Sony Walkman making photo studios in my garage. I've always been a creative artist, I guess, my whole life. And photography has always been my number one passion. So that takes us into my 20s in which I transitioned into my late teens, 20s to a musician. And I played in bands for all my 20s, slept on couches, played on stages all over the, you know, the country. And uh, it was super cool. And then, that's the life. <laughs> it's a I'm life. Happy I, I'm happy I did it for sure. And, you know, like most musicians, it just doesn't work out and you figure something else out. And it was a great time period for me. And then my 30s hit. I ended up having a kid when I was uh, 32 and changed, kind of changed my life forever and kind of straightened up a little bit and um, started doing photography professionally. So I was, you know, doing lifestyle shoots, fashion shoots, weddings, food, you name it. I did everything. Um, and then COVID hit and I was already ready to be done and kind of walk away from the stuff I didn't love shooting. Street photography is my passion. I didn't nice. love the work I was doing. So I gave that up and went into home loans, which isn't much better, but I thought it would be better than what I was doing. And then um, someone introduced me to Clubhouse in January and I jumped on and I was in there for like eight hours the first night. Like the first room I went in was with two of the sharks from Shark Tank. There was like 300 people in there and they were giving out like priceless financial gems. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is crazy that I can be listening to this with 300 people. Like this is nuts. I'm addicted. And then it was boom, it started. And then later that night, I jumped into some uh, crypto rooms and I had seen the crypto thing sneak up in like 2016 and I was mm -hmm. aware of it, but didn't pay attention to it. It was, mm -hmm. wasn't what my life was about. And I wish I had definitely. And, and then I just fell down the crypto rabbit hole. And then three days into that, I saw something about NFTs come across the screen when I was researching crypto. And I had talked to a buddy and he was like, oh, I've been into this for years. Come talk to me about it. And then I was like, do you know about NFTs? Like, I feel like this is going to be fucking huge, like part of it. Like, let's buy some NFTs tonight. Let's get on wax and buy some collectibles. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And I was on that rabbit hole for a week. And then I just somehow became the NFT guy with my friends because I would just wouldn't stop talking about it. And, and then Kara Zimmerman from the Gratitude Room and Clubhouse reached out to me. And she's like, you know about NFTs, right? And I was like, yeah, let's do this. And because of my past with the internet stuff, I was able to dive in super deep and it made sense to me. And I was just in, I was just like, I get this. And so I helped bring her into it. And, and she's like, Oh, you're our NFT dad. You're an NFT poppy. And I was like, hold up a minute. Okay. I think that wasn't your name at first. No, she was like that. She, she's the one that called me that. And, and I was like, I think I'm going to run with this. Yeah. <laughs> and so the next day I grabbed the website, I grabbed the dot crypto, I grabbed all the social and I was with my son and we were on our computers and I was like, I'm super into 8-bit stuff. I just love the look of it. And I was like, I'm going to try to fucking draw for myself and challenge myself and I'm going to create NFT Poppy. And a few hours in trying to figure out the ins and outs of it, um, I, NFT Poppy was born and like the, the guy you see was created. And so, I was really proud of it, even though it's so simple, 
So and, like, you should be proud. It's so sick. <laughs> and so nothing. When it was done, I was like, oh, I'm so in love with this because I created it and I took time and it was hard for me. And I want to get better at doing it, but this is it for now. And I love it. And I'm going to go with it. And then I went online and, and started promoting it. And then I hooked up with Rare Pizza Dow, which was super cool. And I just decided I'm going to collab with them. I'm going to make something happen. I made something they loved. I made t-shirts. Uh, I showed up as NFT Poppy in person. And it all has just kind of exploded. And, and NFT Poppy was born as kind of like a guardian and onboarding into the space. And, and I've made him into kind of like an NFT good luck charm. And I started with those words and now I'm living them and standing behind what I started it as. And it, I'm like speaking it into reality. It's become that thing. And I'm, I'm so in love with the idea of helping other artists and onboarding and protecting them and helping them not make mistakes in the space and being a good luck charm for them, for their collection or for selling their NFTs. And, and now this persona has become me. I, I am NFT Poppy and I'm super excited about it. I fucking love that. Dude, I can't believe you didn't change your name for it in the Zoom call. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I was like, think about it. You, you know how rarely I do Zoom meetings? I don't even know how to change my name for the Zoom call. It's so funny. I, uh, I volunteered for a campaign for this, this guy running for assembly, Isaac Bryan in California incredible like he's an incredible man but at one time i joined one of the volunteer meetings and i i go by steven when i do comedy just steven no last name and i joined the call and they're like who the fuck is steven <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's at, how least I felt. I like, this... at least it wasn't worse <laughs> yeah so that's, boy, the, that's the story i see myself bugging my out yeah you're glitching a little bit but i'm into my... it all right, cool. All right, fuck yeah. I I'm think the audio will be okay. I'm gonna um, miss it. <laughs> oh man, you're listen. Your your uh, your foresight is crazy because I was gonna bring up something about that later. But yo, so you first of all, I want to thank you. Just broke down the story of NFT Poppy perfectly. I think people who didn't know the backstory now get more information about you. People who knew you as the man, the myth, the legend now, and uh, now they know the origin story. So I love all that um it was i mean dude shit man i have so many fucking questions so oh my way hell yeah i'll start i'll start with what i usually start with people which is you know you've given us a lot of a lot of things to think of, like your path right your journey i think is one that a lot of people can relate to and you know as an artist you got to do things to survive right like you were working in you were home home loans like you know what yeah. i mean like you gotta do what you gotta do and i think a lot of the times people get discouraged where they're like you know, they think that having to do that other job means they can't pursue their art. Right. Um, so it's really awesome to, to talk to people like you who are like, you're doing these things that are like survival based, but then you're also NFT poppy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Yeah. And I'm, and I'm spending every waking second, you know, when I'm not uh, fulfilling my role as a dad or doing the, the stuff I don't want to do with my day job, I'm spending every waking second trying to make this thing a reality. And yeah not only try to succeed personally, but help other people succeed. And I feel like, you know, I always hear you say a rising tide lifts all ships, you know, it's like exactly where my head's at a hundred percent. And I love when you say that it makes me happy every time. Dude, of all the quotes you get, that's like my, my favorite one. I don't even, I want to shout out the person who said it to me first, but I never forget the moment when I heard it, I was like, I'm going to be saying that the rest of my fucking life, dude. It makes so much sense, right? 
It's yeah. perfect. And you know, it, it speaks to like synergy and like working with teams and collaboration. And one of the things I wanted to point out to you and the people in the audience, if you can't see on the podcast, we're talking right now, we didn't plan this palm tree <laughs> theme that's going on. No, but it's gonna, happening. It's happening. And that's synergy, dude. That's, that's rising tides, man. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Oh, man. This is so fucking lit. But this is the thing. We all receive words of wisdom on this path, right? Like this journey is filled with wisdom from peers, from friends, from family. I'm curious to know, you know, on your on your journey, what words of wisdom have you been given that kind of inform your life? Uh, are you talking NFT journey specifically? <laughs> but you know what? Let's go NFT journey yeah. and then like human journey. Okay, cool. And I and one of them just came last night that affected me so greatly. I can't even explain to you. NFT journey, I will say the best and most sage advice I've been given yet is do not change your art to fit what's selling. And I see so many people with this FOMO and I've, I had it too when I first started big time, man. I was like, oh, I got to get out there. I got to do something. But it dissipated quickly when I realized that if I had done that, it wouldn't be what it is right now. And, and yeah, every time I put something up for, for sale as an NFT, I still have imposter syndrome sometimes going, you know, is, is this even worthy of being up there? And then immediately I snap back and say, it's something I'm fucking proud of. It's something I'm standing behind. And if it doesn't connect with someone, that's fine. And if it does all the better, you know, Fuck because yeah, I'm, I'm personally proud of it. And it, it did come from me and it's something I love. Fuck yeah, man. I love that. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the deal. Just tell yourself that if you're an artist listening right now, it is good enough because it's yours and you're true to it, period. Um, and as life goes, so I, I talked to an incredible photographer named Gabrielle from Cuba last night. I hosted a room with him and his story is magnificent. And I'm sure you'll be hearing me talk more about it. I started a fund to help Cuban artists today because I was so inspired by his story. But he said that he lived... Uh, all over Europe and outside of Cuba, which is obviously a, a really tough place to live uh, for a lot of reasons. I don't want to get political, but for a lot of reasons, it's a tough place to live. And he moved back there by choice in 2014 because he said that money wasn't his objective. He felt a calling and to his passion and to his art. And he knew that he had to follow his path to make him happy. Wow. And that was huge to me to someone to move back to something that repressed because he knew he could make a difference and it would make him the happiest was mind-blowing to me and and how joyful he is talking about the little things that all of us take so like he was like screaming in delight that he got 4g and like we are complaining that we're not getting 100 megabyte downloads or that the in and out line is too long mm -hmm. this guy is ecstatic that he could mint one nft just blew me away and changed my whole perspective on everything fucking i mean I, I yeah i can tell why man i mean it's it's humbling to be reminded of how privileged we are in many ways you know in variant degrees too um yeah. it's fucking and, crazy and not to make anyone struggle lesser i mean even the most privileged people have struggles no question sure. i don't want to downplay that but it no question. did give me quite a different view of of how incredible uh, that journey is to to follow your passion yep. one 
and two, how life-changing the NFT space can really be for a lot of people. Yeah, it's man. not just about making money. It's not just about being passionate about your art. It is about changing lives too. And that yeah. part of it for me is what it's all about from here forward. And when you can find something that does all three, that makes yeah. you happy, makes you money and helps people, man, do that for forever. <laughs> That's it. That's what I love about this fucking podcast, man. I'm like, if I can just promote people's art, and like talk to cool people and like help their lives and help the audience lives. And I can make money off this. You tell me that's a job. Yeah. That's not a job. That's right. a calling, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is, dude. Oh man. That's the thing. Like I, I, it's, you brought me to, first of all, I resonated with everything you're saying. And the story that you told me really reminds me of, uh, there's a, you know, phenomenal female leader, artist, uh, voice named Audrey Lord, and she I'm paraphrasing but essentially she says like because she's like you know um, a fighter for like human rights she basically is like the forces against us are very strong like it is a hard fight we're not we're not in an easy fight here but right. she's like that that in itself should energize us and we should take joy in it right like because we're because we're going up against this and it's similar to what he was like he's going to somewhere that like you were saying um systemically is flawed mm -hmm. for many reasons but it's an energizing him to be a part of solution building and i fucking those are the greatest human beings on the planet dude like we can aspire to be like that yeah i just you know it just the little wins how happy so so just a, a really short story about what happened i had met see. him in a clubhouse room i heard him speak then i reached out to him privately because i was you know moved by even the small uh time i had with him in clubhouse and I said, if there's any way I can help you, let me know. And he said, thank you so much. It was a very <clears throat> surface level. And then three hours later, he reached out to me. It was like 11 o'clock my time on the West Coast. He's like, I'm so sorry to ask this, but can you send me ETH? I'm trying to mint on foundation right now. And it's impossible to get ETH in Cuba. Mm. And, and I was like, immediately, I was like, how much do you need? And, and, and it was just a trust thing. He, he ended up sending me the money back on PayPal, which Damn. Even, if, even if he hadn't, I would have yeah. been overjoyed to do it yeah but um just just how happy he was to be able to do that and how how like it just carried him he was so proud about being able to do it and me you playing in definite it's super small part of it was what made me so fucking happy i can't speak right now sorry i know it but that trust that trust between you two, like, first of all, the vulnerability of him to ask, a, like, a stranger that question, Huge. All, everything about that, and then you willing to do it, like, that's the type of shit that I think we both love about the NFT community, is that it really is a community, like, people it are looking out. It absolutely is a community. Right? And, and people, I feel like, almost automatically have trust because you can really feel their energy and their and if they're being genuine or not right away. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. Like, like you know, you said Dario, you know, just cruise some Ethan to you without even thinking about it. You were there. Like, I was right talking about that again. in an interview earlier today. Fucking yeah. legend. So, I mean, it's huge. And, you know, and, and I reached out to Dario and said, I would love to collab with you. And, and he didn't think twice. He's like, I would love that too. And for me, it was first of all, huge to work with someone whose art I respect so much and I love so much personally. Mm -hmm. um, and two, you know, if I could help get him any sales, I know he's having a baby today or tomorrow. Like how huge is that to be able to give back to him, a guy whose story I've heard a hundred times and I love it every time I hear it. You know, everyone has something to work the towards way. and it's great. <laughs>
Yeah, man, it is so true. And I love, I, it is really refreshing as well. What I love about the space is like, I get this excited about people's art and people's lives, but in reality, you don't get matched on that. Like I won't meet people every day where like, they'll tell me good news. And I'm like, that's fucking incredible. And they're like, okay, dude. But in this space, I'm not alone. There's like a million people cheering for each other and like rejoicing each other. It's fucking sick. The level of energy in those rooms for good and for worse. Cause there's some wild energies. In <laughs> there is man. Like the ranch gets to be too much. Sometimes, sometimes okay. I gotta back out of it. All right. I'm glad that you said this. Cause I've been, I've been introducing this question in the interviews, man. There's a condiments war going on. There's a, there's a war. <laughs> is there a mustard ranch thing happening? Well, that's my question, man. If you had to choose a condiment, if you, what is your favorite condiment? Fuck. You know, before I stopped being <laughs> such, such like a, a horrible eater, I would have to say like mayonnaise was my shit. Oh no. The worst. And it would just like, you know, I love sandwiches and I had to have mayonnaise on every sandwich, but I'm also like, like a really like a, like a spice guy. Like, so I guess mayonnaise wouldn't be, it would just be hot sauce, hot sauce. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll say this. Very recently we had the first hot sauce response and I was shocked that it happened once. I'm glad to hear another hot sauce man has stepped in the plate. We had, we now have, I think three of us, our hot sauce top tier. I was mustard until, do you know who Tatiana is? The art, I interviewed this artist, Tatiana. She's fucking incredible. I'll send you her work um, afterwards. So badass. But she came on and she said hot sauce first. And she she gave me a new Korean hot sauce I'd never heard of before. I'm so excited. Wait, is it like the it. flaky, crunchy kind? Yeah, I think so. I think it yes, might be. Yes, it's called fly something. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Let me hold on. I'm going to edit out the silence between me finding this for you. I'm going to just tell you what it's going <laughs> Well, can I be back in like 30 seconds while I check yeah. the oven? All yeah. right, cool. <laughs> Definitely check that. All right, we're good. Hold on one second. Let me find you the name of this. Yeah. Um, I'm like a, like a, I don't want to say hot sauce elite, but like if you use like, let's say crystal hot sauce, which is definitely only meant for chicken in your chili. No, bro. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> like Tabasco has its purpose. Crystal has its purpose. Sriracha has its purpose. Hot sauces are made for certain foods. And I will yeah. never not stand behind that. That listen, this is a great conversation topic. The one that she told me was called gochujang. Fucking yeah. Send it. Send it my I'll way. I'll send you. I'll send you. Yeah, I'll send it to you right now. Actually, so that would that is one I'm very excited to try. Um, shout out to the ranch gang, though. But yeah, never yeah, really I mean, was a fan of ranch. ranch. <laughs> and yeah, I never was a ranch, but like whatever. Listen, I love ranch now, but I will. I would be lying if I told people that I ate ranch. I love it, but I don't eat it. But I will say spicy, spicy ranch. Um, that's a different down. story that there I can get go. down with. Regular yeah. ranch. I'll leave it to Clubhouse. <laughs> I'll leave it to the normal people of Clubhouse. All right. I feel you. I'm a, I'm a supporter of all things positive, but the, the beef of condiments, that is a, I'm willing to have some controversy there. I think we can all <laughs> argue. <laughs> I think we can all be very stern and argue our points with condiments. That's that's playful enough. I feel like we me. shouldn't lose friends over it or start any wars <laughs> over it, but like it's a good thing to like stand behind. Exactly. Like we can argue about that. If, yeah. if I hear someone say something bigot, it's like, wow, oh, we can't be friends anymore. But if you're like, I'm mayo over or mustard, I'll be like, all right, dude, you're, you're a lunatic, but I. <laughs> You're wrong, but I love you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 
Oh man, this is fucking amazing. Well, listen, I asked you about words of wisdom that you were given. I think the next, the next clear path for you to ask, what are some words of wisdom that you would give? And so I'll pose it to you like this. Okay. We're sitting down. We're sitting down. It's it's child NFT Poppy. He's a young man. Not even a man. He's more of a child, but he sees himself as a man at this point. Yeah. Um, and he's just getting started. He's brand new artist, first pen to first page. What would your what would your advice be to that that young NFT pop on his way up? My advice would be to not let anyone sway you if you truly believe in doing something and you're passionate about it. It would be to try to block out as much noise as possible and focus and really try to find your voice. And it's a hard thing to do, man. We have parents, we have friends, we have workplace associates. Everyone has their own opinion on something and everybody wants to cancel everything in this era right now and, and make you feel like you're not good enough because so many people feel not good enough. But my advice is that you absolutely are good enough. Listen to that little voice inside that says, when you know you want to do something, you know you want to do it. And the only reason that gets squashed is for fear of what anyone else might think. Do not let that voice get squashed. I'm nodding my head aggressively for the people who are listening <laughs> audio only. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's so real. I mean, that's a basic advice. Um, I think we can all take, I'm going to take that advice because it's tough enough out here. Get out, like if you want to be right. on a tropical beach in the jacket, fuck them. Well, like just do what you want, bro. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm always here to support. I appreciate it. Did you, so those pieces behind you, we're, not, we're talking about palm trees right now. Tell me a little yeah. bit about those pieces. They're just fucking sick. Um, Where'd you get I those? Think, I think they, I'm not going to lie. I want to <laughs> lie right now, but I'm going to go out on a limb and, and say world market if you're one. And I'm not happy about it, but I'm going to, I'm going to live my truth right now. I appreciate it. I also appreciate that my partner is always telling me about World Market and I haven't made it yet. And this is just another reason why I need to get there because I need one of those. That might be it. That might be the next living little <laughs> trend is I'm going to get people to buy can that we series. Do, can we do like a, a travel log series? Like Will goes to World Market, yes. like Will on the World, but it's just you at like different World Markets around the country. And I'm about that series. Well, I'm with it. I'll put it in the... Um... <laughs> I'll put it in the brand. I'll put it on the YouTube channel. Okay. Will Will hits Will Market. Will's I'll, banned I'll from World Market. Episode. <laughs> Will is banned from World Markets worldwide. <laughs> I will tell oh, you fuck. about World Market. The, the thing I love the most is going to the condiment section because they have hot sauces from all over the world and stuff you would not oh, normally shit. find in grocery stores. So just for that, it's worth it. Damn. The you condiment know, game to... is strong. You know what? Our our next move needs to be getting the living with Will guests, myself included, onto Hot Ones. Have you seen that series before? Shout yeah, out to I've Hot, seen Hot ones. ones. We need to all be on that. That is a show I want to see everybody I know's reaction to those hot sauces because people keep it together, man. They I can't. I don't know how. how it is. Like on some of those Scoville levels, I would think I would lose my shit for sure. Like I'd, I'd like I'd lose it. Like, yeah. I'd be like cut the cameras. Yeah, cut the I'm cameras. I'm dying. I'm not. I'm not okay. Exactly. I've had a hot sauce that is much lower Scoville. I'm like, is this staged? I got, maybe I got uh, Yeah, ones. you know what? I never thought about it. Do you think it's semi-staged? Like, they're not really champing through those Scoville levels? Like, 100,000? No way. 
listen, it's I'm going to send this, I'm sending this footage to Collins as a promotion for me getting on there. Show I'll me get. it's, show me that it's real by bringing us on. Will deserves to be on Hot Ones, y'all, and he needs to know the truth. Fuck yeah, we're gonna we're gonna mint that and we're gonna send it to them. <laughs> oh man, this has been Before fucking amazing. This is see, this is the beauty of I think the NFT space of Clubhouse and of just interaction. And I want to keep it going on this. I really love when the, the podcast is light. You know, I love serious conversations as well. But having fun is what matters most to me. I think it gets us through the hardest parts of life. On that note, man, if you were to be a superhero, what Woo! superhero would you be? <laughs> what would your superpower be, rather? You know what? I'm going to start asking what... Okay, three parts. You, you've gotten me into a new mode now. We got a new question on Living Will. I got to get an alert that reads new question whenever that happens, because it doesn't happen often. Get a what banner. Super, <laughs> yeah, a banner. Exactly. Just hold it down. <laughs> just drape it over me. New question. So the original question is, what would your superpower be and what would your hero name be? But I also want to add in, what hero that exists would you be? So growing up, I was a big comic book nerd. I was huge into X-Men. And I don't know why, because I'm not a thief, nor am I from Louisiana, but I always wanted to fucking be Gambit. I thought he was the coolest dude on the planet. Like the kinetic energy to put into the things to explode them to throw them to whatever like i love gambit and i'll stand behind that forever i still Fuck love yeah. Gambit. sick okay so gambit in the real world or i guess in the in the world that we have superheroes in yeah. um and then now in your world you create the superpower you create the superhero what would your name be and what would your power be oof that is a really, really tough one. Especially coming up with the name. Like, yeah, you know, dude, the name. Poppy is the pinnacle of my naming ability, Will. How am I going to do? I'm like, I'll do that. I think. You got to. <laughs> I think, okay, you know what? I'm going to get super cheesy for a second because okay. lately I've just been feeling massive love and this is where my head and heart is at right now. All right. My superpower would to be if two people are in conflict, even two nations or take it as big or as small as you want would be to let the other people see the other person's side for how they see it. Wow. So full understanding to, could be come to. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And what would the name be? <laughs> <laughs> I, people try to get out of that name one. So Bro, I'm getting out of the name. I'll email it to you later. Just dub it in. I'm about to do this. Just put it in for me cool we'll go with nft poppy for now yeah we'll just be nft poppy that's it forever Dude, that name fucks people up everybody has an answer for the power nobody has an answer for the name some people though i will say a few people have really risen to the occasion with some wild fucking names uh, i can't think of one on the spot because my memory is trash but i've heard some really good ones i will say there was a power similar to yours that I really like. First of all, I love powers that have to do with helping people. Like a lot of, you know, like flying and, you know, teleporting, stealing money from banks. I love those powers too. But powers that directly affect lives are my favorite. And I, so there was a book that I read as a kid and the final battle, the, the villain is so much stronger than the other character that he can't possibly beat him. 
And so the way that he does win is that he's able to make the villain see all the harm that he's done to all the people. So very similar to what you were saying, like he, he made the guy understand what he'd done and yeah. it fucked him up. <laughs> like fucked him up. He's yeah. like, wait, what? And he's like, no, I didn't know. It's like, yeah, bro, you did that. I love that. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just all perspective, really. I mean, everyone just needs perspective. I think, uh, I don't, and I'm definitely not going to go into COVID on this show, but I will say for how hard of a year everyone has had, I think that has brought a lot of perspective to people. And I think there will be a new era of mental and spiritual and even physical prosperity from it, because all of us are learning how to live in a whole new way mm. of where we let go of some of the stuff that we just didn't need, you know? That's beautiful. So I, I'm really excited about that. And I think we're after all the infighting about everything. I yeah. think now that that has died down, I think everyone's like, fuck, let's just join up. Let's link up. Let's collaborate. And I think that's what we're coming around to now. And I think the NFT space is a perfect example of that. I totally agree. I think that the people that are receptive to love are really like it's it's abundant right now because there's been a lot of pain. Yeah, and I think, you know. Growing does come from pain, uh, but like like you said, you know, we don't got to get too into it, but my heart is with anybody who's listening right now. If your family has dealt with anything, if your friends have dealt with, with anything that has to do with this pandemic, my heart is with you. And honestly, any suffering, I mean, shit. Yeah. Life is fucking it's, hard, it's so. Rough, but yeah, pain does lead to growth, uh, but we had our pain and I think it's time for some growth now, you know? No shit. I love yeah. that. Yeah, straight up. I do. I completely agree. It's like, it's hard to say because it's like, you know, it's like when you deal with, with loss or something, it's like, it's so hard to see the brightness and like the daylight, but like it's there and it's waiting for you when you're ready. And that's what I love about this space, right? Like just as personal reference, man, before Clubhouse, like I was, you know, I've been working at this shit for a little while and, you know, trying to get my brand up and going and trying to get people on the show and it's not easy. Like for people that don't do podcasts, man, it's not the easiest shit in the world, but like the clubhouse community has, has really been instrumental in like continuing this, this journey for me. So, you know, as yeah. personal reference, man, straight up, like, I think we're in for, for a real time. Of I growth. love that. And I love to see your growth, man. I love hearing you speak in clubhouse. Every time I see you in a room, I jump in because you make me happy to hear you. You're always upbeat. You're always positive. You're funny as hell. I'm into it. And I love, I love having, been able to connect with you on this as well damn dude the feeling is very mutual you flatter me sir and it's it's a great feeling man to, to be around like artists as talented and as awesome as, as you and you know the, the darios and the sabets and like the sabet and just everyone that we've been interacting with man it's uh Huge. shout out to all yeah fucking shredda colin shout out to the whole ranch dow man everybody <laughs> yeah foley. i gotta throw foley in there obviously Yep. Michael Shout Rutledge. out to fucking Gratitude Room. Go ahead. Halo, Go ahead. Sarah Script. Yeah, I'm going to throw it all. Faith Fetish. Like, oh, just so many loving, incredible people that I don't just talk to in Clubhouse. I talk to outside of this all day long that we're just, just talking like normal human beings and not just about NFTs. Yeah. We're it's friends. So cool. I mean, like, that's the craziest thing. Like, we, I was talking about this with my partner the other day. I'm like, there is, there is friendships forming online. And like, that should happen when we were kids. But I'm sure you can relate. It's like there is a sense of feeling like a kid again, you know, yeah, like with this space. I absolutely do. I wake yeah. up excited every single morning to do this. And that's how I know I should be fucking doing it. That's exactly. how you know you want to do something. Every billionaire will tell you, if you don't get out of bed in the morning, just absolutely excited out of your fucking mind to do it, then you're not supposed to be doing it. Doesn't mean you don't have to to get along, but that's not what you're supposed to be doing. 
Yeah. Replay that. That's <laughs> um, it. That's it. I'll run that back. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I do have to go like get some, my son dinner. So if there's anything else you want to ask, I'm sorry to cut it short because I'm having so much fun right now. Dude, that's the perfect ending ever. I was going to say, if you look back on this 30 years from now, what would your final thoughts be? And I think you focusing on your son is fucking amazing. Go fucking, yeah, man. Go do your thing. That's it. Thank you for the time, man. This is, thank you. This is fucking awesome. This is one of my favorite interviews. It's so fun. Thank you, man. I'm so happy to be here. And can I just do a, a shameless plug? My Genesis Poppy, you, you know, I, I've just spent all this time building up my community and giving back because that's the way I wanted to do it. But the first real NFT Poppy, the number one guy, he hasn't even gone yet. He's going to be listed Thursday at nine o'clock in the morning for a 24 hour auction. I'm really excited about it. I'm really sad to let him go because he's the one that started it all. So it's going to be huge, I hope. And all this is going towards building a platform to help thousands and thousands of other artists, street photographers get their NFTs. It's going towards my Cuban Artists Foundation to get them ETH to help them in. So it's going to a lot of good things. It's not just for me. It's for everyone. And uh, I really hope you guys will be there. Listen, and, and this episode will be airing on the Wednesday prior. So for, for the future people that hear this in the 2030s, this is yeah. coming out March 31st. <laughs> Jesus Christ. March 31st, 2021. So on Thursday, That's make sure that you're there. Make sure you're there. And if it's like 10 years in the future, make sure to find it on the secondary market <laughs> or in space or wherever it is now. We'll be on Mars yeah. celebrating this episode because we minted <laughs> it for $3 trillion. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, man. Uh, I appreciate you so much. No, dude, the feeling is mutual. I'll end it right there. Dude, go ahead and do your thing, man. This is fucking, I've never laughed more in an interview, dude. This is amazing. <laughs>